Hey mamas, welcome back to the episode. Today I am super excited for my first interview in season two with Monique Lumet and she is a really good friend of mine and somebody that I refer to on the podcast quite often because she is somebody who helped me go through core wound healing and so we're talking about all things leadership today and how to be a better leader when you're healed. So I hope that this uh, episode blesses you and is definitely a little bit of a longer one, but stick in there till the end. I think you're really going to enjoy it. If you want to connect with Monique on anything, I have posted her information in the show notes. So here we go. Hey, mamas. You're listening to the Mom Squad Podcast, a space for moms in network marketing. I'm your host, Melissa Wheelahan. I'm a mom, educator, coach, and trainer. For the past 25 years, I have been a part of network marketing as a stay-at-home mom, a part-time working mom, a full-time working mom, and most recently as an empty nester. And I've learned a thing or two. Do you ever feel like you're trading family time for business time? Have you tried all the things and still don't feel like you're getting anywhere? Are you always wondering where your next customer will come from or feel like the hustle never ends? Are you wanting to lead others but you just don't know how? Well then you have come to the right place. I believe that the most impactful Network marketers show up for their customers and team as their authentic, humble, and real self. So whether you're just starting on your network marketing journey, or you've been in network marketing for a while, or you just need to see things from a different lens, I'm here to help. I'm going to be teaching you how to level up your business through relationships, leadership, and impact. So grab a pen and paper and get comfy because it's about to get real, raw, and authentic. Are you ready? Let's stop the hustle and embrace the journey. Let's go. Okay. Hey, everybody. I am super excited um, to have my good friend Monique here with us today on the episode. And I'm going to share really quickly with you a little bit about how I met Monique, and then you are all going to be blessed by her. So uh, Monique is a certified core wound healer, and she has her own company she's going to tell you about. But I met her uh, through my upline in my previous company, and she was offering a training on recruiting. And I thought, oh, I can do that. I'm a good recruiter. I'll go to her training and see what new tips I could learn. And part of it was really about mindset and getting out of your own way. And at one point, she said to me, well, why are you here? And I said, because I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't have any issues. I don't have anything I need to work through. Oh, she's gonna. No, it was fear. It was, it was fear. fear. Yes. Challenge. It was a fearless challenge. It was a fearless that challenge. Was a fearless challenge. And yeah. I was like, I don't have any fears to work through. And she's like, Well, why are you here? And I'm like, Well, because everybody else was here, and I just wanted to be part of what everybody else was doing. And she's like, Maybe you should think about that. And I was like, I don't like you. And so then I was like, I don't like Monique, and I'm never gonna listen to anything Monique says. <laughs> and then I don't know, something happened. I was watching all the girls on the team and I was like, man, they're, they're different. And they've gone through this 
healing thing with her. I'm like, ah, let me, let me give it another try. And then uh, I went through it with Monique, just put my own um, ego aside and uh, yeah. worked with Monique. And we have been amazing friends ever since. Mm-hmm. And so I am so excited that she's here. So Monique, tell us a little bit about you. <laughs> she's going to tell us a little bit about her and about healing and why you would want to consider being a healed leader. <laughs> I freaking love our story so much. (laughs) It's one of my favorites. Um, You know, and, and honestly, I feel like it's a very common story. People just don't talk about it. You know, people are so resistant to healing. Um, And before I get out, I'll just dive right into that. So let me, let me introduce myself again. My name is Monique Lume. I am um, the founder of Core Wound Healing. I am the conduit. Uh, It was divinely given to me by God in 2017 um, to heal my own life. So it started with me first. I needed to, I needed healing and I was ready for healing. And so I I literally asked God, please show me the way, open the door, I'll walk through it. And Core Wound Healing was born. So it was given to me to bring out and birth into the world. And it's been a beautiful modality. It's been Um, like you've experienced completely life-changing, business-changing. It changes lineage and families and all kinds of beautiful stuff. And aside from that, I do a bunch of other stuff. I work with clients privately, like Melissa. I work um, with women in groups. I do sample healings and all kinds of other stuff. And so, um, I mean, I don't know if we go into the question, like, what is, what is healing? Is that what we're asking? What is healing? Yeah. It goes Um, a little brief like what it is if people are like, I don't even know what this means. Yeah. Yeah. So the way it was given to me and shown to me, which is, you know, what I like to convey, I think the word healing can turn a lot of people off, right? People can feel like it's very off-putting. They attach um, a religious connotation to it. Like heal, you know, you immediately revert and think for me, in my mind, I, when people would say healing before this, I think of, um, those old videos that I would watch from like the eighties where like there's these wild pastors on stage and they put their hand on the person's forehead and they're like, you are healed. And like the person (laughs) falls to the floor. Right. Like it's not that that, everybody. It's not that. (laughs) That is not what we do, (laughs) but that's what the word healing. I think a lot of people kind of, if they don't have that vision, it's something in that realm of like, it's a religious thing or I don't, what is that? What is that? What does that mean? And they're kind of fearful of it. Right. And, and so when we actually look at what that, what it really is and the way that God showed me what it is and how it works in our life is really just, um, it's more, it's spiritual healing, right? It's actually healing the soul of the wounds, the traumas, the limiting beliefs, the negative thoughts, the, um, bad life experiences that we've had, all of those the energy of all of that that we um, experience attaches to us, that low vibration, the negative energy, the low vibe emotions that we feel when those things occur attach to us as wounds. And so those, I call them invisible wounds. Those are sitting inside of us. So when we have an actual like physical cut or, or something that happens to our physical body, it's a wound that needs to be healed, right? And we can see it physically. And we can see like there's something we either need to get it stitched up or put a Band-Aid on it or put some Neosporin on it or let it air out. Whatever we do, we know that we have to tend to the wound so that it can heal, right? So our body can heal. 
in the same vein, our spiritual wounds, our wounds of our soul, of our mind, all of that is happening, but they're invisible wounds. And those also need to be tended to and they need healing. And so healing can happen in a, a variety of different ways. There's a bunch of different modalities. Sometimes it's simply, we just need to pray and ask God for guidance or, or a word, or sometimes it's straight up reading a scripture that speaks to our soul and we know what we need to do next. Sometimes it is deeper. So we need to go to therapy, right? We need to try other different alternative modalities. We need to get Reiki or we need to talk to a spiritual guidance counselor or something like that. We need to hire a coach or a mentor or do something like core wound healing, which is an actual, uh, it's a different modality, right? And walk through steps that are going to show us exactly how to identify what the wound is. And, and the healing occurs in the transmutation of the energy. So taking that low, the energy of the, of the trauma, of the wound, of the negative belief, whatever it is, taking the energy of that, the low vibe emotion and energy and actually transmuting it, changing it, turning it into a newer high vibrational energy so that it can be released from our body and come out and go out into the world and be turned into something good. When that is released from us, we experience what you've experienced, what I've experienced, what a lot of your team has experienced, which is that radical relief and quote unquote healing. It's not attached to our body anymore. Just like when your physical wound is healed and you might see the scar of when it happened, but it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't affect you. You just can look at it and say, oh yeah, that thing happened. It's the same thing with any of our experiences that we've had. If we, if we actually do the work to heal them. Yeah, it's, it is the most powerful thing I was thinking this morning. Like I've done three, I, I think I've healed four wounds, three, um, you know, one with Monique's group, one with, uh, or twice with Monique, once on a one-on-one with one of Monique's healers, and then once kind of with myself with an accountability partner. And I now go into the mode when something bothers me, I'm like, is this a wound? Is this this a wound? And I like start to journal and I write it down. I'm like, is this really a wound? Is this something that's bothering me because of something that I need to flush out or, or not, or is it just, I just need to have a different way of thinking about it. Um, And sometimes it's, it's not a wound and something like Mm -hmm. one of the times it was, and I had a friend who's also gone through it and I'm like, I'm going to do the whole process. Will you just be my ear? And she's like, yep. And busted it out. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a very, it's, I, I don't know how to explain. It. It's a very powerful thing. I really think everybody should do it Everyone should heal. over and over. <laughs> and like uh, the life of healing is, it doesn't end. Like there's always going to be stuff. Like it could be the littlest thing to like the most traumatic thing in your life. Totally. Um, you know, it could be just, yeah. You know? Yeah. It could be so, anything. And that's the thing is like once, especially with core wound healing, because it's, it's six steps and it's a very simple process. It's not easy. It's simple, but it's like, you have this, this thing in your back pocket. So you can, we, what it empowers us to do is become our own self healer, right? Like we don't have to go out and seek something else. We are ultimately our own healer. As long as we have the tools, we can navigate through it. We, when we have the support, like you did, I'm going to, I'm going to work through this. Can you hold space for me? Can you listen to me as I work through this? Right. That's having the support that we need. But we, when we ultimately start collecting these tools to be, to enable us to be our own self healer and empower us to do that, that's what core wound healing is. It's really powerful because like you said, you can see a trigger happening right in your life. Something's bothering you, gets you worked up or sad or emotional or whichever way direction it takes us. Look at it, 
start working through it. Like, what is this? This is really a wound or is this just something that I need to see differently or respond to in a different way? Is this just an old pattern coming up that I, you know, it's my autopilot to revert back to this, even though I know better, whatever the case is, it's like when, then you're like, oh, actually I, this is a wound and I do need to heal this. You have the tool, you have the resource, you, you just have to do the work to shift it, to transmute it. And then we move forward. We keep healing forward, right? Like it is never ending. We heal. We, as long as from the, I always say from the moment we choose the path to healing, we're going to be healing forward for as long as we're alive, because we've been hurting before that, as long as we've been alive, right? Like our whole life, we've been from operating from a hurting space. We get the opportunity to choose to heal from that moment forward. It's healing forward instead of hurting forward. Yeah. Oh, I love that healing forward instead of hurting forward. That is so good. I um I want to talk a little bit about how this plays out in leadership. And uh uh Monique knows the the team that I started. We st- I started with my new company in March, and um I've been in direct sales for 25 years, like in some sort of business. And I was telling Monique, I can't even imagine how I ran my businesses before. Yeah. Because the way I show up now is so different. I cannot explain it to you until you experience it. I don't I don't know how to explain. It. It's kind of like if you're trying to explain childbirth to the person who's mm-hmm. having a child for the first time, you're like, I just, all I want to tell you is it sucks and it hurts, but what comes out of the other end is right. that's all I can tell you because I can't really explain it because everybody's journey is different for childbirth. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like I can't explain it to you, but I can tell you that I have a lot of people on my team who have gone through uh, healing with Monique. And so it's nice having those other leaders yeah. that get it because they're like, you're going into your wounded space right now, or you're, yeah. gonna, you know, like they're holding you accountable mm-hmm. and we just show up differently. I don't know. It's, it's fascinating to me. And so I want to talk about like, give us, talk about leadership. Like why, why would somebody even want to consider being a leader that takes the time to go through this? Yeah. So this was probably one of my favorite bodies of work that I knew I was supposed to do. And when I met you last year, you know, I was in network marketing in the direct sales industry for a long time, I mean, actively from 2015. But even before that, like, you know, I told, I shared a lot of my stories last year, but, you know, I had always been involved in the industry in some way. And so I knew that God was calling me to bring healing into this industry. And it really is um, such a beautiful space of people that just desire to help people, right? Like that really is what the industry overall is about. Like there's so many different products and different kinds of companies out there. And the people who join really just want to help people in some way. Sure, they want to make money doing it, but they're ultimately, they want to help people. Um, The the interesting part is when people join the industry and that's, this was what God showed me very clearly in my own journey and in just observing the industry as a whole is people join the industry, direct sales, network marketing, MLM from an unhealed space. And so they're joining based off of their biggest wound. So if they're, and they don't know it, they're doing this unconsciously, right? But they do it either from wanting to make money and they think they're going to just make all this money because they see these people with their posts and and it's easy to it's going to be easy to do I'm going to make so much I'm going to get to the top and be one percent the blah 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 right or they're like they're just desperate for community and they just want to be around women and it looks like a mate they see these 
pictures with these women on vacation and they're like oh my god I want to be I want that I want to do that too <laughs> you know it's that oh my god they, it's so true it is right? or they want the recognition right it's right. one of these big wounds like they want to be seen they want to be heard they want their voice to be out there they want to win the awards and get that monthly goal and be on the top 10 list and have right. the accolades like that there's one of these it's most of the time it's, you know, we all want to experience that in some way, but it, for each person individually, one will be stronger and that will be their biggest wound will be their biggest pull. For me, it was money. For most people in MLM, it's money. I think the, the money is the number one. Yeah. And again, this is just in my observation. I haven't pulled data or anything. I would agree. Right. I would agree. When I talk to most people who join my team, like I want to make some extra money. I, yeah, I would agree totally. wholeheartedly. Yeah. People do it for the money. And I do want to say like, not that wanting those things are bad, but it's no. the way you show up in an unhealthy way and an unhealed way that you go about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's what happens is when we come in from the unhealed space and you're doing all of your actions as a leader and showing up and the things that you're saying and the things that you're telling your team to do and the reasons behind it are being motivated by your wound, your results are only going to get you so far, you're going to burn out, it's going to start feeling really bad. And that plays a domino effect on your team. And what happens when you lay out the whole dominoes, when you put a trail, like when you're a kid, and you put them all up, and you make this pattern, when the dom when the first one falls, all the rest fall down right in a line, right? That's what happens to your team. And I've seen this over and over and over again. And then you start, and then it starts dominoing on yourself as a leader, I'm a bad leader. I'm not good at this. My team won't stay. I can't make any money, right? It starts dominoing all of your wounds and triggering more wounds in you, not just the first one that you came in to make money, but all of the stuff, right? I'm, I can't do this. I'm not good at this. I wasn't made for this. Maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do, blah, 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 blah. All of that starts happening. When you start operating from a healed space and you choose healing as a leader, all of the dominoes, no, nothing needs to be touched and nothing falls down and even if one have you ever done dominoes where maybe you hit one and only like five will fall and the rest will stand up right, right. like the whole trail doesn't fall down my kids get annoyed when that happens because they want to see the whole thing go but only a few fall down like stuff will still happen even as a leader who is healing and and healing forward with her team however the team doesn't crumble and fall apart because right. she's passing on through her lineage in her organization, she's passing forward healing and modeling what that looks like to have clear boundaries to when stuff happens or stuff comes up, she can lead them from that healed space. She's not falling down. Some of the dominoes might fall, but the whole team, the whole organization, the whole, her whole business isn't going to crumble and no one else's is unless they choose to, but it's a completely different effect. The results are astronomical my my leaders who operate in healing make way more money, way more impact, and it's sustainable because it's not this up and down road of what, you know, the her emotions and her energetics are playing a big part in this. And when we allow our wounds to drive us, that's way, way more low vibe. So if you allow, if you can even imagine um, equating how, if you're staying in a low vibe energetic space, look at that compared to how much money your team is going to be making. It's going to, you're going to, it's equal, right? It's going to stay equal to that because money is energy. 
everything what who we're attracting into into our space into our teams is attracted by that energy mm-hmm. if you start shifting more and more and more and healing more and more your business melissa has grown this it's not even been a year it's wild in how much you've expanded and grown in in less than a year's time right. but you i guarantee if you actually look back and track from those wounds that you've healed since last year mm-hmm. and looked at your business growth I I would gar I would bet a dollar, which is my big bet. I'm not a not a betting kind of girl. A dollar, literally, take me to the casino, and I'm literally gonna dollars my the max a dollar in the machine. <laughs> that you would see your business grew more after each wound you healed. Like, I'm gonna go back I, and look at that, you know, because I'm a data I girl. I love it. I know. It. So, I would bet a dollar. So one of the things you said is um, when, and I would love for you to give us some examples, because I think awareness is key, right? Because most like me, right? I was like, this lady is crazy. I have nothing, no fear, yeah. like, I don't have anything I need to heal. And literally the first, the first wound I healed was abandonment because I mm-hmm. had FOMO. I wanted to be in that fearless challenge because everybody else was doing it. And I had no idea. I wasn't even aware that I was operating from that space. And so you had said uh, when unhealed leaders show up and start leading, they start like, you know, leading their team a certain way and telling them to do a certain thing. Give us an example of a leader of an unhealed leader so that people can be aware, like, oh, maybe I do do that. Maybe that is a key for me to look and see, is that something I need to work on? Like, what would be an example if I was a leader that was, you know, really all about the money and making the money. Yeah. How would I show up unhealed? Unhealed, you're going to show up and tell your team to do all the things. You know, you need to go live for 30 days. You need to make sure that you're reaching out to people. You need to be messaging 10 people a day. Make your list. Hit this many people. Make sure that, you know, what what is your goal? What's your goal for the month? You're going to set that goal because she's looking at what her goal is and she's trying to back into that and make sure that everybody's trying to meet those things so that her goal is met so that she's filling her wound with the money, right? Or whatever it is. So she hasn't even asked, do you like to go live? Does that feel good to you? Right. Do you like to reach out to people coldly and like, just tell them a thing? Like, does that feel good to you? Like she has not even asked any of this. She's just saying, go do this. This is how you're going to make money. This is how you're going to succeed go big or go home, go hard, work hard, you know, go, go, go hustle, hustle, hustle. We've got this. And the unhealed leader also doesn't recognize that she, it's almost toxic positivity, right? Like she's doing all of this and pushing her team to go and go and go and pushing and forcing with the um, toxic positivity of cheerleading. Like we're going to be the best. It's going to be so good. And it, but she hasn't gone in and said, hey, team, do do these tasks, does this kind of work feel good to you? Does this feel authentic to you to reach out and send these, hey, girl, I'm doing this party this month. Do you want to join it? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that. does that feel authentic to you? Does that make you feel like you're in your highest, most empowered, best self? Mm-hmm. Is the energy that you're putting into that feel really good? They're not asking that. An unhealed leader is not asking those questions. An unhealed leader is saying, do these tasks. I literally just recorded an episode yesterday, which I know will be controversial. And it's called why I don't believe in the DMO. Mm -hmm. Mm Because I don't believe in any of that. Okay. So then then let's look at the opposite of that. So what does that healed leader look like in that scenario? 
Yeah, they're the field leader is asking the question. The field leader is asking her team, like, what is it? She's actually digging in, asking the questions that are going to um, have, because see, the, the thing is, a healed leader has to work with a predominantly unhealed team, right? right. So you're going to come in as this healed leader. You're coming in with like blind, ba- just like we were, right? We were right. blind babies and we didn't know. And we're grappling, grasping around, trying to like figure shit out. And can I switch it on your podcast? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Just bleep me out. Um, <laughs> but until, and then it's like when we heal, it's like suddenly we see everything so clearly. It's like bling, like we see right. the whole world and, you know, it's like the technicolor right. vision happens. And, and so then we're, we're with these, this whole team of, you know, little babies that are blind still, and we have to lead them in a very gentle and loving way. We can't just rip, you know, rip it right. off and be like, and now you have to heal. And this is what it looks like. The same thing. We've got to come in with this loving healed energy, mm-hmm. which you do anyways, because when you're operating from that space, it does. But asking those questions that will plant the seed to get them just, that's how we start getting our team to be even on the healing path. Cause not everyone, it has to be a choice, right? right. You can't force anyone to do anything. So as a healed leader going in and starting to ask the questions that are going to plant the seeds of like, what feels really good to you? I want to know, like, do you, what do you, what lights you up to share with people? How does it make you feel like your most empowered best self to do and get the word out in this product or this company or whatever, the thing that you love the most, how does it make you feel so good to do? What are the things that don't feel good to you? Like that you absolutely know that you do not want to do. And what are the things that you're unsure of? Like, you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm scared of this, but I'm not sure, but I'd be willing to try. How can I help you try these things that might feel good? Because the thing is, some people are like, oh, I could never go live. I hate going live. I would never do it. I've never tried it, but I would never do it. And if they were encouraged and, and supported in the right way to try it in a healthy way and not a forced way, Right. If she did it with her own free will to try it and then decided from that moment, whether she loved it or didn't, that's just another step in the right direction of empowering her team to get them moving in the right direction that feels really good for them. Because the downfall of the unhealed leader is she's forcing organizations to do things that don't feel good. They don't feel safe to say, mm-hmm. I don't like doing this thing. Mm-hmm. So they keep doing it or they just stop doing it completely and ghost her. And then the leader, the unhealed leader is like, what am I doing wrong? I don't get it. Like I'm telling them, I've given them everything. I've given them my blueprint. They're doing it or they're not doing it. And they just leave. Like they don't want it that bad. They don't want it that bad. That's like the worst thing that the unhealed leader thinks. On the opposite end, the healed leader is not just giving the DMO or, or saying, this is what I do. And it works for me. It's like, how can I help you Mm -hmm. figure out what feels best for Mm -hmm. you? Because when she helps her team figure that out. They're mm-hmm. all going to be operating from the space of lit up. I'm lit right. up and this is exciting. And I want to try these things. And there's, for me, there's no such thing as failure. It's just mm-hmm. trying a thing and I don't like it. So I'm going to move on to the next thing, right? Like yeah. if that's what the team is operating at, it creates this level of excitement and this buzz. And then suddenly they're like, Melissa, how are you always like this? And you're like, well, it's because I healed. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, I have some things I need to heal too. Or they see it in the like, 
the leader, the healed leader is saying, you know what, why why do you think you're actually scared of going live? Mm -hmm. And then the team person is like, I'm, I'm afraid of what people will think of me. I'm afraid of what my family will say if I do. And then the healed leader is like, that sounds like it might be a judgment wound. Like, have you ever looked into where it was in your childhood that you were judged? And she's leading them down the path of looking inward, of cultivating the awareness of, oh, I wonder where this thing is coming from. And that's where you start looking at the awareness and the contemplation. And then it leads them to potentially wanting to heal themselves. That's so good. I'm thinking, um, I didn't even realize that we did this. So we redid our onboarding in like, well, I started in March. And so like in May, we realized we needed an onboarding system mm-hmm. and we were doing it one way. And then we were like, this doesn't really seem to be working. Let's move it to another way. And it's literally basic, like log into your back office and set your picture for your website. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing weird. It's just basic stuff. And then we're like, now that you've done those, reach out to your upline to then do next steps. And we have those conversations. Do you want a VIP group? Do you like yeah. doing that? Do you know? And I didn't even realize like we subconsciously were doing that from a healed space because yep. we didn't want to tell people this and all the time. They're like, just tell me what to do. Do you tell me what to do every day? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you what to do every day because yeah. it has to be what what works for me might not work for you. I said, here are like, we have trainings, we have examples, but you have to figure out what works for you. And so we have those conversations around what is the feeling you want to be? We've, I've really tried to shift the team from thinking about the results to the action and really thinking, how do I want to feel at the end? Um, Mm -hmm. And talking about all of the, like, whenever we run a team challenge, it's never results-based, it's action-based. It's like, here's something you might want to try. Yes. And it's eventually going to get you a result, but we're not yeah. focusing in on the result, right? Yeah. So, and um, we did a live. So good. December. We did the 12 days of live and the people, we have people who had never gone live before. They're like, I'll just try it. I'm like, just try it. If yes. you do one day, you get one entry. Like you can get yeah. up to 12 entries, but you could, or you could choose not to. And, you know, so it was interesting how many people tried it and were like, oh, it's not that bad. As I kept yeah. doing it, I could keep going. But it's totally. interesting to think like that because I guess subconsciously, I just did that from that space and didn't realize that's what I was doing. A thousand percent. Yeah. Because you're operating from a healed space and you are the like poster child of healed leadership. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing to see it because you are now operating like literally subconsciously from that space. All of the actions, the the things that you're putting in place for your leadership, which is here's what's really beautiful about how this works in the lineage of your business. Because we talk about a lot, you know, I work a lot of Uh, do a lot of healing with women in their personal life. And we talk about how that affects your personal family lineage, right? When we heal ourselves, we heal our lineage backwards and we heal it forward. And that's beautiful. It's the same thing in business. When you're healing and operating your business from a healed space, you're healing it backwards, but you're also healing it forward because you're actually physically putting, like you said, onboarding in place that has healed energy, healed action in it, all of that's in there. If you were to walk away from this company, right? And you're like, I'm ready to move on to the next thing. All of that stuff that you did is connected to the lineage of that. So anyone that stays there is going to get that same healed onboarding. Like you're literally paying healing forward in your business lineage. Even if you left, it's going to make a radical impact by way of healing 
it's a byproduct of that. And it's, it's incredible that that's what you're doing. And that's what they're experiencing. So exciting. That's so exciting. We're doing that. <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> so if somebody like a leader is like, okay, this is so amazing. I want to start doing this. Um, tell us like what you think, what should a leader just kind of start doing? And then I want you to tell us like how people can also connect with you, but, or unless there's something else you want to do, there's something else you want to add before we do that part. No, I don't think so. Okay. So tell us like, I'm a leader and I'm like, oh my gosh, this sounds so amazing, but I don't even know where to start. Like, what should I do? And then let us know how people can connect with you. Yeah. I mean, the first thing you should do is like the only, I I don't have, if, if you're like, what should I do? I would journal first step journal around why it is that you want to, um, shift. Like what is your motive for Mm -hmm. shifting into healed leadership? What is the thing behind the, what's the reason behind it all? What is, what is coming in for you and and what's the why behind it right like that needs to be connected to the space of not for money not for anything else not because you know whatever what is it what is god telling you what is your spirit telling you like you have this nudge that you're like i want to i want to do this like i want my team to experience this and so journal out why like and how would that feel how would it feel i think this is going to be the biggest piece in your journaling why And how would it feel if you could imagine your team shifting from where they're at now, even if it's good, if you moved into actually you're a healed leader and you're pouring this kind of energy into your team, how would that feel? And what would that look like? Connect to that energy first. And then after you've done that, if it feels like you're like, heck yes, I'm ready for this. Like, I want this for myself first, because it's always for us first. We heal for ourselves first. We don't go out and just try to heal, help other people heal through us or by way of us. It's us first. They're going to receive our energy first. If you're ready to do it for you first, then you come in and we do core wound healing together. And then you start taking that out and you'll, you'll start operating in your team that way. And the only way to do it with me now is either working with me one-on-one privately. Um, but the, I think which is wonderful. And I love working with women privately, but the fun, funnest way, especially for women in network marketing, because it, we are, we are women of community, right? Women in network marketing. We love that commune, that communal aspect, which I do too. Um, we do this in a group session and it's, that's how Melissa experienced it in the beginning. And that's how everyone in the network marketing space that I worked with over the last few years has done it that way. You do it in a group setting and I'm hosting the next group healing session in February. And um, anyone, you know, any woman who wants to join us in doing that, it's a five day um, process. We're actually only healing for three days, but, and I think I'll have a little bit more, like I'm going to go live and it's going to be structured. I'm very excited because it will be a little different than I've ever done it before. It's going to be phenomenal. Um, but it will be the best investment that you've ever, ever, ever made. Melissa can tell you in your life, in your business, it's life changing. It's business changing in the best directions. If you desire to have a closer relationship with God, you will be so connected, so connected. If you desire to unleash your creativity and start pouring into your business in a different way, like you're going to be blessed by this in so many ways, other than just 
what you think you're going in it for. Like whatever it is that you end up journaling out, it's way bigger than what you even It's way bigger than that. And I think, you know, you might be thinking, oh, this sounds good, but I'm really scared. You know what? That's good because yeah. it, because you should be scared going in because yeah. that means that you are ready. And so my advice to people is that you should try it because you never know what's on the other end. If I knew now, you know, hindsight, mm. I always say if hindsight was a spiritual gift. I have yeah. it. Like, like if I knew then how I would be operating my business now, I would have got my butt in core wound healing in 2017 and found Modi. Like literally, like if I am not even joking, like if I knew what it was going to produce and I had no expectation when I did that for, I healed personally, I had no, all my wounds have been personal healed wounds. Mm -hmm. They've been impact. They've impacted my business, but they've impacted my marriage. They've impacted my friendships. They've impacted so many things, just the way I show up daily as a mom, mm-hmm. as a Christian, as a friend, as a, you know, as a, just a person in general in traffic in Orange County, when I'm driving, in the car, I show up completely different <laughs> totally. everywhere. And it's because of this, but the, but the, the exciting part is to see where my business has gone. I was telling Monique today, the day we're recording this, um, my team just hit 500 from February. It's December. We're recording this on December 30th. But my team just hit 500 from April 1st to now we hit 500. And I told her, it's so amazing. I can't even, I had zero idea that that would even be at at all something that would ever happen to me. Um, And remembering back in like June, when we were so excited when we hit 125, you know, like we were so excited. So I was telling her that um, I had shared my vision with my team on Tuesday and I'm like, oh, you know, you guys were at 494. Like we'll probably get to 500 by the end of the month because I was like, whatever, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm just going to put it out there. God's going to bring the right people. Unhealed me would have been like, you guys, we need six people. I'm going to run a challenge. Who's going to be the top sponsor? Everybody reach out to everybody they have. Well, I would have done like, here's some graphics to post on your page. Like that would have been the unhealed leader in me. Push, push, hustle, hustle, hustle. But no, the healed me was like, you guys, oh my gosh, let's celebrate what we've done. We have 494 people. That is amazing. We'll probably hit 500 and that will be a a milestone Mm -hmm. marker for us. But you guys, look what we've done. And like who else should we bring in to share in this thing that we have? It's a very different way of thinking. um, And it's so, it's just, my business is fun. Like if I never made another dime ever again. Yeah. It would matter. It re- I, yeah. I, I say that honestly. Like I yeah. don't even pay attention when I get paid on Friday. Like I have no idea until I get the email. I'm like, oh, I got paid. Like yeah. I just <laughs> I find so much joy in like helping other people, and yeah. it's because we've gone through healing. So, yeah. Monique, how can they? I will put your stuff in the show notes. But how can they personally connect with you? Um, you can reach out to me in Instagram or Facebook Messenger. My, um, you can email me right now. My website is currently under, I'm relaunching and rebranding, nice. which is exciting. Um, it will be the same domain, which is xoxomonique.com, but it's not up as of this day right now, but it will be. You can email me at monique at xoxomonique.com, but really easily just literally reach out to me on social media. I'm easy to find um, xoxomonique or Monique Lumet. Um, or re- ask Melissa and she'll direct you to me if you can't find me for some yes, reason. For sure. so we'll drop the link um, in the show notes for the 
healing opportunity, the group healing session that we're doing in February. Yes. Um, you can join that as well. And I would love to see any anybody there who's ready to really shift their business into healed leadership. You could literally have a story like Melissa's. Like you, she started in you started in December, I believe. I think so, yeah, I, think I went to that December, first thing in August. Summer. Yeah, it was like summertime. But when you okay. signed up, it was like end of November, beginning of December last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so this is, has been a, a, oh my gosh, we're literally in a full year moment right now. We like, are, because I think I went to that fearless thing, I think was in summer, right? Yeah. And then I was like, I don't like that girl. Yeah. And then I put yeah. it on the shelf yeah. and then everybody yeah. else was doing something else. I'm like, oh, again, I got to go try this. Thing. Thing. And yeah. so it took me August, September, October, yeah, like three months to like get hit upside the head and watch all the other people be like, oh, they're different. It was kind of like when I became a Christian, I was like, I want what they have. What is it that I'm missing? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah. it was Jesus at that time. Oh, it's healing, <laughs> right? Which yeah. has, yep. has strengthened my relationship with God. So yeah, so yeah, good. we'll get everybody connected. Well, Monique, it's always so amazing to talk to you. It's, it's always spiritually mm-hmm. divine how we end up recording. We've mm-hmm. been wanting to record and she, sent me, she posted on Facebook yesterday, like, her staycation got ruined because of all the Southwest flights. And I was yeah. like, I know what you should be doing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> to talk and do a podcast episode. Let's do that tomorrow. And she's yeah. like, okay. And my house cleaners were coming. So it was perfect. I needed something perfect. to do. And so I love you. I'm thanking you so much for being here. And everybody needs a friend like Monique. So connect oh, with her God. and you will all be blessed. Hey, mamas, did you enjoy that episode? I hope so. Who do you know that needs to hear this information? One of the ways you can show your love for the Mom Squad is by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing. And don't forget to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform and tag me at Melissa Wheelahan. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.